0: How does it feel when you meet someone, and what comes immediately to mind is, I don't like this person. Are you then able to listen to the person and hear what they have to say? When your mind is made up about someone or something, do you feel everything is black and white, and it can't be any other way? mindful life podcast hello and welcome everyone my name is Mary Slocum and today we're talking about letting go of judgment before we begin though I'd like to invite you to support the podcast by becoming a member via patreon Your support is important because it will allow us to continue to do what we're doing. And as a thank you, you will receive member-only content, musings and little talks about mindfulness, and guided meditations. So I hope you'll become a member today. Join at patreon.com slash your mindful life. That's Patreon.com, P A T R E O com slash, your mindful life, all one word. The link will be in the show notes. Judging. We all do it. We judge whether something is helpful or harmful. We judge whether we like something or not. We judge other people's characters and whether they're good or bad. We judge whether someone is worthy of our attention. And we judge whether we want to become friends, whether we want to hire or promote someone, whether we want to socialize with someone or not. We judge whether we approve or disapprove of another's actions and we judge ourselves. Many of us are caught in the endless rumination of the inner critic. We do a lot of judging. A few days ago, I tuned into a live stream debate among candidates running in this November's election. The event hadn't started yet. There was video rolling, but no sound. So I couldn't hear a single word of what was being said as people milled about, got coffee, and found their seats. And because the camera was in the back of the room, I mostly didn't even see their faces. And then, as I watched, something came to me. I'm not judging. Hmm. I'm not judging who is on the right side or the wrong side of the issues. I'm not judging anyone for their beliefs. I'm not judging anyone for their looks. I'm not judging at all. I'm just taking it all in. A room full of people moving about, sitting, and chatting with one another. And as the debate began and the sound was turned on, I was curious. Could I keep my mind open and clear and really listen to what each candidate had to say? Hmm, let me see. What happened then was was really interesting. I took a mental step back and put lots of space around the event and me. I opened my ears and softened my eyes. My mind was quiet, open, and curious. I noticed that some candidates answered the questions and others didn't. Some repeated the same slogan or phrases over and over again. Some candidates made logical sense and others didn't. I noticed that some candidates seemed at ease and others seemed bored or agitated. I noticed these and many other things, but I didn't judge. I just took it all in. I didn't busy myself reacting. I didn't say, oh, I like that answer. Oh, I don't like that person. I didn't react. I didn't say, oh, that person is lying or that person is ridiculous. I simply took it all in. In the end, I realized that I agreed with each candidate on some things, And not on others. I realized how unhelpful labels are and how everything is not all black and white. I noticed how personality drops away when you don't focus on it. I realized I had learned a lot, I had gathered a lot of information, and I also had questions that needed answers. And now I could seek those answers. My head felt clear, and I had a bodily sense of satisfaction. How freeing this was to let judging go. So what had happened? I had shifted out of judging mind that only sees and hears a partial view and into that clear, open, boundless state of mindfulness that can take in the whole of something without judging. This is not some kind of zombie state. I was not zoned out. I was alert, and my cognitive functions were working just fine. I had simply let go of that judging part of me and embraced the whole thing unfolding in front of me. When we are identified with some part of ourselves, For example, maybe some part that feels threatened or afraid or angry, the judging mind is present. The part of us that feels threatened sees the world through the narrow lens of threats. It's always judging, prejudiced with the belief that the world and people are threatening, so everything and everyone looks suspicious. It's not that this part of us is right or wrong. It's looking out for threats. That's all it knows. So when we greet it with curiosity and respect and acknowledge it and then step back from it and open our curiosity and compassion, we can allow it to just be as it is. And as we do this, we allow it to unfold and let go. This way of being then allows us to engage in the world without prejudice and judgment. Ram Das often told this story about trees. Some trees in the forest are straight and others are bent over. Some are evergreens and some are not. As you look at each tree, you allow it to be just as it is. You appreciate each tree just the way it is. Maybe this or that tree didn't get enough sunlight, or perhaps it had been bent over by the wind. You don't get all emotional about it. You simply appreciate the tree as it is. Then, he says, when we get near people, we are constantly judging, judging others and ourselves. You're to this or I'm to that. And so, he says, he practices turning people into trees so that he can appreciate people just as they are. Mostly, though, we are not like Ram Dass. We are all too ready to judge people and ourselves, and we create all kinds of stories to justify our judgments. We judge because we've been conditioned to judge as a way of fitting into our families, our societies, and our cultures. But we are not our stories, and we are not our conditioned selves, although often It is our conditioned selves that are running the show. Our life experience has narrowed our perspective and created habits of thinking, feeling, and acting. And we refer to these parts of ourselves all the time. You might catch yourself saying, hmm, this part of me likes that person, or hmm, there's a part of me that really doesn't like what that person is standing for or what they're doing. We might also be aware that our senses, what we see, hear, taste, smell, and touch, have also narrowed because the mind only sees what it's been conditioned to see. It's seeing through the prejudice lens that our conditioning has created. And there's something else about judging. The judging mind can miss out. In the late 1980s, I went with a group of graduate students to Asia as part of a business practicum. In Tokyo, Japan, we visited several just-in-time manufacturing plants that were in vogue at the time. We also slept one night at a shukubo, a Buddhist temple that hosts travelers overnight. At 3 a.m. in the morning, we attended the monks' prayer service before breakfasting with them at 7. As we walked to the temple for the 3 a.m. service, a shaven-headed man in a bright red sports car raced up the winding drive in front of me. During the service, I was pretty sure that the same man who had been driving the sports car was now one of the monks praying in the room. Later at breakfast, I was sure that I saw him again, seated at the table with us. Monks are supposed to live in poverty. Who does this guy think he is, I thought. At breakfast, the monks sat down to large plates of bacon and eggs, while we guests sat down to traditional Japanese breakfast of rice, salted fish, and seaweed. This is crazy, I thought. Bacon and eggs? That's so bad for you. What do they think they're doing? Aren't monks supposed to eat very simple food? Aren't they supposed to just eat rice and vegetables? Why are they showing off like this? The monks ate with relish while we made faces and picked at our unaccustomed food. I was glad to sip the green tea and eat the rice with just a touch of fish mixed in. Otherwise, the food was simply too strong and salty tasting for me. Afterwards, I thought about it. Maybe that's the point. Maybe the monks just wanted to create some kind of reaction in us. They wanted to arouse our judging minds. Why couldn't a monk drive a bright red sports car? And why wouldn't it be possible for a monk to have both a secular and a religious life. And why couldn't Japanese monks eat bacon and eggs and American students eat rice and fish? Why not? It's only the judging mind that stops us from experiencing new things. It's the judging mind that creates preconceived notions and beliefs about what is right and what is wrong. And then the judging mind hangs on to the judgment. Who do those monks think they are? They're just show-offs. But maybe they're just monks driving a red sports car and eating bacon and eggs. Just as the judging mind can be critical of others, it can also be highly self-critical. You know that voice in your head that's always letting you know that you've messed up, didn't get it right, or are just flawed. The voice is blaming, shaming, belittling, and judging. This inner critic plays the same stories over and over like a merry-go-round that never stops. The truth is that this inner critic is not something solid and true. It's simply a creation of our minds. And like any mind creation, we can meet it with curiosity and non-judgment. Mindfulness is about meeting and embracing each moment and about understanding what's happening now. When we bring mindfulness to the inner critic, we also bring our compassion We see that it's trying hard to protect us, even though it's not very skilled at it. And when we acknowledge it and let it know that we are okay and can manage on our own, thank you, we do it with loving kindness and understanding. We see that the inner critic is just part of our conditioning. It has only a partial view. It can't see the whole picture. It's caught in a narrow perspective. So when mindful, we're curious, compassionate, and we can see the big picture. And we can ask little questions. Is this true? How do I know it's true? Is this useful or skillful? Does this come out of kindness or something else? In this way, We unwind the self-judgments and see that they are, in the end, nothing at all. We know through our mindfulness practice that our stories and beliefs are not reality. We know that everything is just phenomena passing through. And we know that the judging mind is just trying to keep us safe It's not the whole of us. It's just working hard so that we fit in, so that we belong, so that we don't get hurt. It judges others and ourselves as a warning and as a deterrent. Learning to investigate the judging mind, we feel how the judging mind feels in our body, tight, narrow, closed in. And we see how when we welcome the judging mind, just as it is, with compassion, and understand that it is just trying to keep us safe, it lets go, and we feel free. I hope you enjoyed the show today, and as always, I'm grateful to you, my audience as I'm also grateful to the people behind the scenes who make the podcast possible. Ali Allen for logo and podcast cover design. Gorgias Romero for original music, audio engineering and production. Bill Rafferty for technical web support and Margaret Haas for announcing the show. Be well, be mindful.